This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire that was a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. <laughs> Salam, welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Abdouri. I'm your host of Everything Sport, international and local. Hope you're having an incredible Wednesday. Sending you love, peace and blessings from Pulse95 Radio. And on the show today, now, Malice in the Palace. Have you heard of that? Because if you are a diehard boxing fan, you must have heard of this incident, which almost changed the face of the way uh, basketballers were viewed. Now, who was involved what was happening? Ron Artist, does that ring a bell? That's one name we're going to be mentioning. Meta World Peace, you might know him as that. But also the Indiana Pacers were definitely a team in basketball history that had their moments. And Reggie Miller was one of those people. So we're discussing this infamous situation that happened in basketball, which is now a documentary on Netflix. We're talking about that today and then diving deeper into the personality of Ron Artist and what made him truly unique. Now, everyone's talking about the transfer window was just shut in the early hours of this morning but what transfer stood out the most i know you i know what you're thinking i know you fans are definitely definitely shouting one name and we're talking about him and the other transfers on the show today on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with omar adouri on Oh, he loves the fire that was a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. It's time. and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Ray.com. Our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. We're going to be chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. Thank you very much for connecting with me. I'll be back in the studios very, very soon. Right before you know it, I will be there. And shout out to Florin as well, who messed me going, Omar, what's going on? Where are you? <laughs> I'm here. Everything is fine. We're just taking precaution at the moment, but I'll be back in the studio ASAP. Right. Okay. Basketball fans, you will enjoy this segment because when we look back in history, There are moments that shape certain players, athletes, people, even lives that could be from the stand, could be in the audience. This situation, this incident uh, referred to as malice in the palace was something that came to my attention recently. And I was captivated by this. I'll tell you now, I was so excited. I couldn't keep my eyes off the screen by what I was watching. I want you to picture this. This situation is between the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons in basketball. There's been a a lot of talk about rivalries in basketball and also places that you you, you don't want to go to because the atmosphere is intimidating. You have that with Anfield sometimes. You have that with Celtic sometimes. But this one specifically in Detroit 
was one that a lot of people went there. They knew what they were facing. They knew not only the team they were facing, but also the crowd, the animosity, the hostility in the crowd. And so this time, yeah, I try and set the scenario for you to actually imagine. You look at players in history of, of different sports, and one of the people that I really admire and look up to is Reggie Miller. Now, Reggie Miller is someone that is a legend in the game, and at that time, had they were building an incredible team. They put together a couple of players that, you know, you can't forget. They had, um, you know, Ron, uh, Ron Artist, uh, Meta World Peace, um, uh, who was there. You had Steve Jackson, um, who again, loyal, um, very rough, but also at the same time, very, very fair. You had Jermaine O'Neal, one of the biggest potentials coming up at the time. And now we put it in a scenario where this team has is destined for greatness. And we are starting to see, not just from an offense point of view, but a defense point of view, this formation form in such an incredible way. Very, very tough to beat, very durable, very compact. And yet, all of a sudden, you're mixing the rough and, and the good arts together. But also with that came a price. It came attention. It came people actually watching them and seeing who these people were. They were facing the Detroit Pistons, obviously, in, in Detroit. And a lot of people were building up this game massively. Why? Because you knew what you were getting with Detroit when you faced them. But this one game was about to change a lot of people's lives. As they were in, in the game, um, a few incidents happened. A little, you know, bit of niggles here and there, a little bit of uh, fouling, etc., and an incident happened between Ben Wallace and Ron Artist at Meta World Peace, so that you might know him nowadays, where it, it started to get really ugly. And Ben Wallace himself had just lost his brother at the time. So he was using basketball as a form of escapism. Many of us actually do that with sports. I'll be one of those. Um, but what happened was there was a reaction to that. And... It stemmed off, it started on the court and it started to get even more heated. And a certain fan called John Green threw a cup from the crowd, which hit um, uh, Ron Artis, Meta World Peace. Now, here's the thing um, he was trying to calm down. At that time, Meta World Peace was going through a bit of therapy. He was doing, you know, he was doing a lot of stuff for his mental health. And he was trying to calm down. And one of the things that the therapist said to him is, pace yourself, count to five before you react. And he was doing that. But he was doing that in a sort of a provocative way by lying down on his back and letting all these things happen in front of him. But once this cup had hit him, he had reacted and ran into the crowd. Now, by running into the crowd as an athlete, that in itself has a skepticism. But he ran and attacked one of the fans not the fan that threw the cup and actually almost pushed the one that did throw the cup and threw a punch at him. That then escalated, getting fans involved. Um, a huge brawl broke out, over 30,000 people fighting. Uh, police weren't to be seen and it just caused melee. Now, the punishment that happened after that and the legacy that was almost tainted by the situation was incredible if you haven't seen the documentary go and watch it on netflix it is incredible 
but the punishment from 30 games to being banned for a season to being fined to getting the police involved to them being called thugs by the media at a time obviously where you know things were very sensitive with culture and race and they were portraying these basketballers as thugs for reacting to an incident that pretty much got very very ugly make sure you check out this documentary whether you're a basketball fan or not it's definitely one that captivated you and it's also one that had you glued to the screen thinking this can't be real except it was real and not only was it real but it was it was just something that like you think that that didn't just happen you know when you're seeing punches being thrown when you're seeing someone take a run-up to actually attack someone. When you see a fan step to a basketballer with a clenched fist and the basketballer retaliating, it was it was unreal. So they interviewed the referees, they interviewed the basketball players, the punishment that came with it, and so many different factors. But I think the one that I'm going to be highlighting in the next segment is Ron Artist, and that's someone who is otherwise known as Meta World Peace, who changed his name. Why did he change his name and how much did it impact? Find out next on The Only Place to Be at 3, The Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that bucket goal! This is The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. If you're wondering, why aren't you live on Instagram? <laughs> it's because I've had to obviously uh, record the show from home. And that's why I, I miss you guys too. Honestly, I got the messages, you know, Masoud, Florin, uh, you know, Dino, uh, Maria. All your messages were very, very much appreciated. Shayma, and I, and I will will be back in the studio on Saturday, inshallah. It's just precautionary at the moment. Um, I've had to be very, very careful and I've tested negative, alhamdulillah, so I don't have COVID. I, I got that on episode 200. I'm not going to get it on three. <laughs> so alhamdulillah, all is well. And I can't wait to be back in the studio, but that's why we aren't live at the moment and I am not live with you on Instagram. But hey, the show must go on. And talking about the show, if you did miss the show, you catch all of our episodes on Apple, Spotify, or SoundCloud. If you like podcasts, even head over to the YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and check out all of our episodes. We cover things like mental health, gut health, and how important the brain is on performance and recovery. Right. Okay. So in the first um, segment, we were talking about Malice in the Palace. What a documentary, by the way. Check it out. But the character that stood out for me, and especially that we highlight mental health on the show, the character that stood out for me was Meta World Peace. At that time, his name was Ron artist but why did he choose to change his name and what impact did it have on him to that extent so he was a basketballer that had you know uh, very very talented now temperamental he might have been but in terms of the way he performed on the court was for everyone to notice one of the best in his position but here's what happened with him after the documentary so because he had a 30 match suspension and he got fined he then almost lost his taste for basketball. He wanted to return, but he felt that by returning to the same team, which was the Indiana Pacers, that he would then have to, you know, 
try and clean up something that he couldn't fix. And so in doing so, he opted to move to the Lakers, which then actually won a title with them. So he made the right move for his career in terms of winning titles, but he did let a few people down and it, by his own standard admitted that the fact that he couldn't fix it and players like Jermaine O'Neal, who never progressed in his career, even though he was one of the most talented uh, you know, prospects out there, never progressed in his career because of the team that disintegrated after Reggie Miller uh, retired after 18 years. Now, once that happened and once, you know, Meta World Peace moved on, you know, it, it even Steven Jackson moved on and won a title. But the problem was is is that he felt responsible and he felt like he couldn't actually fix things. Now, his mental health was something that was highlighted a lot in his career. And he was open about having a therapist to travel with him on the road. And he was open about trying to be better. And the reason why he even started to pick up like Buddhism traits was because of positivity and because of trying to flush out the negativity in order to live properly. So there was a lot of things in the complex mind of Meta World Peace. And even by his name, Meta was a form from Buddhism that, you know, kind of promoted positivity and world peace obviously is world peace. So you can kind of see in terms of the angle that he was going at, why he did things, but changing his name in his mind was refreshing his identity so i was very interested in seeing how this character this personality would be you know um portrayed and and it's almost like that giant that you're worried to to upset or anger in case he reacts except when he actually spoke he was a very very nice guy and he was very very down to earth and so there were there were these mixed feelings on this basketball player and what made him so special but he appeared on reality tv shows afterwards and seemed to be such a lovely guy but that was the thing i mean normally we do say watch out for the quiet ones those are the ones you should worry about it was it, it his character i say his character as if he was playing it but his 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 character in the documentary it had you engaged it had you thinking wow like what a personality and especially the way he went into the crowd to fight for what he believed in you know being hard done by being being hit and struck by you know uh, a drink in in uh, in the basketball stadium so there was all these factors but him calming down him trying to diffuse the situation obviously escalated and by that he was labeled the thug and he was labeled all sorts of things and they they kept bringing all these terminologies that affiliated him with the wrong people and um I was just really interested by that. I think there's certain things that happen for certain reasons. You know, me being at home for the last couple of days, I've had, I've, I've had some time to actually like watch documentaries and, and watch things that, you know, will inspire you. And definitely seeing the, the rawness and the athleticism in Ron Artist, it was, it was something something else. So make sure you check it out. Let me know. Text me on 4215 at or do or slide into our DMs at Omar Dury at Pulse95 Radio and let me know. Have you seen Malice in the Palace and which character stood out for you? I'll be right back after the break. I'll see you soon. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Dury on Pulse95. Oh, he loves the fire. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. 
Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Abdul. Super excited to be hearing from you guys. Hope you guys are doing well. Okay, so the transfer window is finally shut. And I'm looking at all the different transfers that are coming in. There's one name on everyone's mind. We kind of knew it. We spoke about it on the show. And that is Cristiano Ronaldo. So many things being said. So many things being speculated. Will Kylian Mbappe move from PSG to Real Madrid? That didn't happen, or at least not not up to this point. Camavinga moving to Real Madrid, massive signing. If if next season Pogba does join him and Mbappe does join him, all of a sudden Real Madrid start to form again. But everyone's talking about the transfer of the summer, and I have to say, Messi going to PSG and Cristiano Ronaldo going to Manchester United are two of the biggest transfers you'll ever see in world football but which one do you think will have the bigger impact this season text me on 4215 at the or do or slide into my DMs and let me know will it be Cristiano Ronaldo for Manchester United or will it be Lionel Messi for PSG who will have the bigger impact this year uh, so much speculation going around. Cristiano Ronaldo signing a two-year contract with a one-year extension as a possibility. Lionel Messi signing a two-year contract as well with Mbappe not being happy that he wasn't allowed to go to Real Madrid. Agents all over the place talking all sorts of stuff. You know, where where do we where do we lie with this? Why and why did they leave it to the last minute? I don't know, man. I, for me, I have to say there's always hope of something happening, and yet at the same time, deadline day is very hectic. So with Man United confirming uh, Ronaldo is joining for 15 million euros, that was done. Also Spurs. I'd say it, but they closed down on Barcelona defender Emerson, which is another big deal for 25.7 million. Um, Kylian Mbappe didn't move. Uh, Leeds bought Daniel James from Man United for 30 million. That's good business. Lingard didn't get a chance to travel. So there have been a lot of a lot of things happening on the scene. Um, Arsenal did sign a right back, Takiero Tomiyasu. <sighs> From Bologna, I don't know what to say about Arsenal. I've been getting so many messages trolling Arsenal at the moment. It's kind of sad, but yeah, that was another player that was uh, was going on. But yeah, it's it's been an interesting considering the pandemic and everything that's happened. This is really evolved into something now and I think that um, now finally the transfer window shut and kind of focus on the season we've also had you know people discussing um, you know what's going to be happening next in the Champions League what's going to be happening next in the Premier League there's there's a lot of good things coming now we can actually focus on that with the transfer window closing thank God for that we can actually focus on Who's going to be winning the league? Who's going to win the Champions League? Let me know, though. Everyone's been saying PSG or Man City. Has Ronaldo signing changed your opinion? Text me on 4215, Salat or do or slide into my DMs at Omar Duri and let me know. Here's a quick break, and I'll be right back after this. Enjoy, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, 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 95. 95. Oh, he loves the fire. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's 
Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, Cover Everything Sport, international, local. Thank you very much for joining me today. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in. Okay, right. So if you missed the show, we talked about the Indiana Pacers versus the Detroit Pistons when the Malice in the Palace famous incident happened. Wow, you definitely need to check that out. I spoke about that in segment one, the highlights that, you know, um, that people discussed it definitely definitely worth a watch massive massive documentary that i I just literally watched yesterday so um check it out let me know what you think we also spoke about what we we dug deep into personalities and ron artist otherwise known as metal world peace was someone that was huge on mental health and mental fitness and he had his own therapist and he was going through a lot of things at the time even changing his name so that was another factor that i kind of thought was very very interesting in the third segment, we spoke about the biggest transfer signing of the summer. Was it Cristiano Ronaldo for Manchester United or was it Lionel Messi for PSG? I mean, I know when this show gets out, I'm probably going to be getting different messages, but I will post it on my Instagram and ask you which was the biggest signing. I'm sure it's going to be close, but who's going to have the bigger impact? 36-year-old Ronaldo for Manchester United or 34-year-old Messi for PSG. If you saw his debut the other day, it looked very, very strange. I don't know about how you guys felt about it, but it looked very odd seeing Daniel Messi out there for PSG come on as a substitute for I think one of his best friends, Neymar. Um, and at the moment now, it looks like Kylian Mbappe will be staying, so be, we might actually end up seeing one day Mbappe, Neymar and Messi play on the same team. Hey, you've got a year left until Mbappe leaves. So hopefully, hopefully we get to see uh, many, many more games for them three together. Okay, Um, coming up, obviously, on the show um, on Saturday, we talk about different topics. Obviously, we like to cover so many different things. But if you have any suggestions or any things that you want us to focus on on the halftime show, shoot me a message. I'll do my best to do my research to be able to talk about that. There's some cool things at the moment from the UAE CrossFitters to even the Paralympics. I thought that was amazing. And also sometimes I like diving into, you know, a documentary or two um, to kind of see how that's relatable to what's happening now in the real world. I don't know. I'm kind of old school like that, but I'm very, very happy that, you know, there's some good material out there. A lot of people have also messaged me about all or nothing and about trolling Arsenal You guys never stop, huh? (laughs) Especially United fans. I don't know why I get a lot of messages from them about Arsenal, but hey, right now, it's not a good time to be an Arsenal fan. So yes, I am feeling it. But saying that, I'm happy that, you know, um, you guys at least are having fun whilst we are struggling at the bottom of the league. Who would have ever thought that Arsenal be at the bottom of the league? And now with an international break going on, we're going to be on the on the bottom of the table for at least another two weeks that that hurts um premier league just not the same uh it's talking about premier league the fantasy halftime uh fantasy league halftime show on pulse 95 radio will be resuming the segment when we get back but just a quick note for those who are wanting to sign Cristiano Ronaldo on the pulse 95 radio fantasy um league He's 12 and a half million. So if you're going to be holding on to your Brunos or you're going to be holding on to your Mohamed Salahs or even your Canes, that's an expensive team. I'm kind of thinking about that myself now. So just giving you a heads up to when we resume um, the the league for the halftime show, just to let you know. Also, for um, there's been this really funny thing. So when I did my 300th show, someone had done a rhyme for me. 
at the show. You were all probably thinking you knew who it was. I know who it was, but I heard that the morning Majlis were talking about it, Abdul Karim Rania and Ahmed were talking about it. I heard that um, Future Talk were talking about it, Omniya and Hani Balqis. Have you guessed who wrote me the rhyme? Let me know if you know who it is. Which presenter actually took the time out to write a rhyme for me for the 300th episode? Let me know. Uh, text us on 4215. Or if you're on Instagram, then slide into our DMs and let us know which presenter wrote the rhyme. That's full time on the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Really appreciate having you guys down. But I will be back on Saturday in the studio, inshallah. Sending you peace and love and hope you have a fantastic week. I can't wait to see you soon. Florin, I haven't forgotten about you. I will be catching up with you as well. And you had some comments on the on the Woodley uh, Paul fight. Drop them here in the box and I will promise you I will mention them on Saturday. Peace and love, guys. I'm out. Take care. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.